Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Bow, bow, bow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along. It's the Friday morning episode. Um, of course, if you're IFS, you get this early on a Thursday evening. And um, what could be better? What used to enhance our Thursday evenings? It used to be Tomorrow's World. And this is kind of like the uh, modern equivalent of Tomorrow's World, I guess. Well, Looking certainly, we the, offer uh, glimpses into the future. If not future in terms of actual technology. Mankind. Certain, certainly into future thoughts and trends. Yeah, we're trendsetters. We're, um, we're uh, what do you call them? Influencers. Futurologists. I was, I was in Manchester uh, earlier in the week. Yeah. I went to see Pixies. Oh, yeah. Uh, with with my daughter, bit of um, father and daughter time Love before it. she goes off to university. That was fun. Um, and I bumped into a pal mm. in Manchester when we were wandering around, and he was we were talking about the um, lots of the skyscrapers that have gone up mm. and big apartment blocks in Manchester mm. recently. Um, and he says a lot of it is um, money from Abu Dhabi, mm. from uh, related to Manchester City. And he says that so many of these blocks, they're like the ones in London. They're just bought as investments. Yeah. So there's nobody living in them. They're just they're, se- in, they're sex towers. Blocks. They're sex towers. They're sex towers. We've been, we, we talked about before, yeah. yeah. There's a load round Brentford's new stadium. They're just units of investment. Mm. Nobody lives in them. But he says what happens is um, they get let out. Some of them get let out to influencers. Right. Um, so the, these influencers go in them and do like photo shoots or they do like mm-hmm. whatever influencers do, yeah. Instagram stories and that, and make it look like they live in these places. But he says what they do is they turn up with these wheelie suitcases mm. with their stuff in, and it can be stuff that they're supposed to be advertising for the for the companies mm. that they're meant to be influenced pe- people for. And he says afterwards they fuck off and they just leave these suitcases just in the street he says, so the streets are just, they've got all these suitcases like, like robots on wheels just whirling around. What the with fuck? With nobody in charge of them. Because they just, they just dump them. They're just like, this is a thing I do not want or need. I am not going to be bothered to try and find out how to dispose of it. I'll just leave it That's here. That's such an interesting and story. That's the sort of thing that they write fucking essays about in the New Yorker. It's like a tiny little... I mean, which are obviously quite... Let's do it. No, it's quite tedious, Let's actually, if you read things like that in the New Yorker. It's oh, more interesting right. listening to you tell the story on Top Flight Time Machine. <laughs> Try to keep it under a minute. It's fucking... Like, it's just well, it's yeah, just a, 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 a small... A small thing represented by a, a, a small item... That in many ways mm. illustrates the much bigger picture of the times we live in, mate. Doesn't it? Disposability. Yeah. It's a, a, an allegory. Is it's it an a allegory? fucking allegory, right there, mate. A metaphor. It's fucking both. <laughs> These are the times we live in. Everything's disposable. Um, mm. Oh, 
it, the, the, these fucking towers taking up all the space in cities all over the UK with no one in them mm. and no point to them is yeah. it's actually terrifying. It's dystopian and weird. Well, it'll it'll come to Newcastle next. Oh yeah, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Thing. Yeah, it will. There's going to be more, but I'm sure Newcastle already has its fair shares, fair share of un- unoccupied executive apartment buildings. Hmm. Yeah, there's a few. There's plenty of room for more, I think. Yeah. And I suspect there will be. But there you go, that was what he told us. What did they build on the site of the Get Carter car park? Because that got knocked down, didn't it? That's in that's in Gated. That was turned into, um, I think it's a Tesco now. Oh, well, at least that's useful. Um, and, a, and a cinema, a, a cineplex. Is that what they call them? Cineplexes? Multiplex? Oh, yeah, yeah, one of them. Yeah, so I mean, some student accommodation uh, as well. Tes- Tesco, student accommodation, multiplex. I actually don't have a problem with any of those things. It's all right, isn't it? Those yeah. are all things yeah. that sort of actually contribute to the fabric of the local community. Yeah. Um, so that's all mm-hmm. right. Now, I'm trying. Yeah, this- I'm talking of consumerism. I'm trying. It's been. I mean, it's, a, it's been a big dramatic day for for the UK today. And not yeah, we're recording this on Thursday mm. when 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 Boris Johnson has possibly resigned as Prime Minister. It's still it, it, it's it's two fifteen. It's still a grey area. He sort of says, yeah, has or right, not. You want me to quit? All right, fine, I'll quit. <laughs> Bye, I'm going back in there. What are you going back in there for? Be Prime Minister, but you just quit. No, I didn't. <laughs> yes, you did. Right. All right, I did then. Bye. <laughs> Where are you going? In the Prime Minister's house. Why? Because I'm Prime Minister. <laughs> but you just quit. Did I? <laughs> Don't care, I'm going in there anyway. <laughs> Go listen to the words I said. I said that with a sword. Who else is going to Prime Minister? You? No, I didn't <laughs> think so. TTFN. You heard what I said, I quit. So you can stop bothering me now. Now, if you'd all please excuse me, I've you got want- some Prime Ministering to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you all you all want me to say I was going to quit, so I've said I'll quit. Uh, and that's now, all. back to the fucking very real work of Prime Ministering. <laughs> Which I intend to do for another four months. Uh, and, and perhaps forever, until I die, which I don't intend to, ever. Goodbye, good night, I love you all, uh, fuck off. Good. Um, yeah. But throughout yeah. all of this drama, I had one eye on it, one ear on it, but I was on my laptop and I was just trying to buy a fucking garden gate. Now you'd think this was like the easiest thing in the world, right? It's not fucking... The sort of garden... I wouldn't think it was easy. Wouldn't you? I wouldn't. My no, God. I suspect that's a minefield. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty plain garden gate, right? I know the sort I want. I've got it in my mind's yeah. eye, right? Yeah. But you wouldn't believe how difficult it is to get... the. I don't want a fancy garden gate. I want a, a picket gate, right? I was going to say, is it metal or wood? It's wood. It's a wooden picket gate. I would say, mm. like, two and a half feet high. Right, right. Um, now, feels low. here's 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 the thing. Right, I want it um, point topped, two and a half feet high. That what? That's that's a that's a hurdle. All right, three foot, three foot high, three foot high. <laughs> I think it's three foot. High. I was going to say three foot, and then I thought, no, I'd have said four. I thought three foot's the size of like uh, you know a, a child. It's got to be full. I want a gate. I want need it. How big do you want it? About the size of a child? Well, what kind of a child? Just a not average child. An average child. I want a child. I want a child. I want a child size gate. How hard can it be? Here's my address. Deliver it round. It's a, it's a spiked top. Not spiked. Um, pointy. 
So the the beams, right. you know, like they say, four beams in a row, right? Yeah. And then across it, going sort of horizontally, yeah. there's a zigzag. There's three beams in a in the shape of a Z. Yeah. Right. Can you yeah. picture what Sounds I'm talking nice. about? Very basic. I can, yeah. Right. And I want it yeah. in like very plain wood because I'm going to paint the cunt white to match with Ooh, the lovely. porch, which I recently painted white as well. It's going to look lovely. Yeah. Right. Sounds um, a, and and I've, I don't want to show off. I don't want to be flash, but I, I'll tell you, I've got two fucking gates. Yeah. Wow. There's two fucking entrances into my front garden. Wow. Yeah. I know that sounds boastful, but listen, it's a modest front garden. It is not palatial. It's just, I don't know why, but when we bought the house, there was two gates. There's a gate. Is one like, is one a driveway gate and one just Kind of. I mean, we don't have a driveway, but what we have is there's a, there's a hedge and then there's a... You don't have a driveway. There's a a hedge. Fucking in London, if you have a driveway, you're, well, basically you're like fucking Roman Abramovich or someone or, <laughs> or some sort of Saudi who just bought Roman Abramovich's property from him. Wow. Um there's a there's a there's a gate and a hedge and a gate. The one of the gates mm. is lovely and I want to match it with the other gate that's fucked. It's hanging off its hinges. I can't find right. a gate to match. So the prime minister is causing chaos. As far as I established like I said, I've only kept one eye on it. There is there is an absence of of proper government in this country at the moment. Effectively, just the Queen is currently in charge, right? We're lawless at the minute, I It's think. martial law. And I've thought, right, well, yeah. pff, fucking hell, this this makes it even more important I get this gate situation sorted out now because the way things are going, there may be no more gates within a fucking week or two. Everyone would have set fire to them. All the wood, people will just be burning for heat or what have you. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, right, quick, Buy a fucking gate because the fucking interest rates are going to go up and there's going to be crime on the street and I need my gate sorted. I can't find this gate anywhere, mate. And I've looked everywhere. Home base only have the ones with the... It's almost right, but the top is curved, Andy. And I think it looks right. soppy like a fucking baby house if you have a curved yeah. fence, right? Yeah. So you you basically, you've got in your mind's eye a dream gate. I've got a dream but gate. it doesn't exist. And it's not even like something... It's the most generic... If you shut your eye... I'll, let's do it as an experiment now. Andy, shut your eyes. Okay. Picture a yeah. garden gate. Yeah. What do you see? It's kind of like three Z shapes. Yeah. Yeah. And is it... And then like spike... Yeah. And they're sort of... They, the they come to like sort of triangular peaks each of them. Yeah. That's the, that's yeah. it. That's the most like pl- like planks that have been cut into a... Into a, into a sort of a V. Point yeah. To a yeah, that, that's it. That's all I want. It's the most generic nice. fucking fence you can think of, gate you can think of. It's a, It's been a nightmare. And that has overshadowed my day. There are people on Twitter and they're going, oh, this is great. Oh, Johnson's gone at last. And yeah, if you'd said to me a month or two ago, or even a few days ago, will you be celebrating on the day Boris Johnson finally goes? I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It'd be great. It'll be a really big deal. But I'll be honest, my day's been ruined because the, this gate situation has cast a shadow over my day. Um, mm. And it's just, uh, I don't know what to do. If there's any gate people out there, maybe there's someone who can make me a gate, um, get in touch or just fucking tell me um, where I can um, get the gate that I so desire. I don't even want it painted. I'll paint the cunt myself. And I'm going to try and fucking yeah. put it put it on it 
I can't even describe what it is, let alone do it. I'm going to fucking fit the gate. Install it. I'm going to install the fucker. Are you? That's it. That seems like another fucking nightmare. Yeah, it'll to be a nightmare. The gate installation. Yeah, I'll fuck it up, mate. If it's too heavy, if your hinges aren't the right size, yeah. if your gate post isn't strong enough, you might not put it on straight. It sounds like I, a fucking I, proper pro I've, job, that. I, I, will, I will probably... I will probably slash definitely fuck it up and and then what i usually do with these things is i i fuck up the first go then Mm. i take it all to pieces again start again then i fucked it like irretrievably so i have to buy another gate and go out and buy some more hinges and screws and then third or fourth time i get it just about right or i don't and then i just have to pay someone to do it which is what i could have done in the first place but at the moment I am on a bit of a DIY run of things. Like I give you, I painted the bathroom last week, and at the weekend, I put a new number on the wall outside my house. House number. What you've given a new number? No, I looked into that. If we could change our house number by deed poll. Yeah. <laughs> change it from fifteen to one hundred and ten. Hello, is that the council? <laughs> yeah. It's Sandra Lady here. You might have heard of me. I'm a I'm a noted local resident. Now listen, uh, I want to inquire about how I can change my house number by deed poll. What do I want to change it to? Yeah, a million. <laughs> I want it to be a m- number a million. <laughs> there must be there must be a way of doing this. No, uh, no. Just the recently I painted the front door. I told you about that, and I had to dispose of the numbers that were on the door. I had to wrench them right. out and paint over where they'd been. And then right. I chucked them because they were, I just thought they, I said to the wife, these Monkey. numbers are shit. They, mm. they look, they make us look like a fucking Mickey Mouse outfit. <laughs> right. They make, they make us look fucking two bob, these numbers. Amateurish. We look like an amateurish household. Right. That's the I've had, situation. I've had, an, I've had enough of them. That's it. They're gone. Word, and word's then, been but, going around the neighbourhood ever since you spilt all that milk. I know, and then... A lot of people have been paying attention since then. I chucked them, but then it was a matter of deciding and agreeing upon new numbers. Oh, did you have a meeting? That's harder than... Well, I was mentioning it to my wife and my daughter, because, like, they'll always have an opinion, and their opinion is usually, no, don't do that, Sam. Right? That's, like, just the the generic feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Well, often they don't have an opinion beyond whatever it is you're thinking of doing, don't fucking do do it. it. So mm-hmm. I often have to check with them because if I do do it, they're asking, like, "What'd you fucking do that for, you daft bastard?" So I had to, you know, we had to fucking have conversations about numbers, and I finally got them. But there was a ten-day period, maybe two weeks, where the house was numberless, and that Jesus. caused havoc with the GoPuff and takeaway deliveries and everything. Yeah. I mean, the postie knows where we are because um, you know mm-hmm. I know him; he's a mate. Um, I say he's, he's been the same postman in every address I've lived in, in Barnes. And I've lived now in three different parts of Barnes. Yeah. Um, but he's, I've always had the same postman, which is nice. Do you know what I mean? It makes mm. you something reassuring about that. And one time I was in the supermarket and I saw him stacking shelves and I did a double take. And before I could say anything, I was I couldn't quite place him because when you see someone completely out of context, it throws you. Yeah. And he just went, it's all right. You're not seeing things. I've got a second job. <laughs> And I went. Next question. And I went. I went like this. What? 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 Like that? Yeah. I was completely fucked. Right. Yeah. I was in. A, I was in a mental tailspin. I went. What? 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 And he went. I'm your postman. 
And I went, yeah. oh yeah. And then I just walked off. <laughs> I recently, I was at a cash point machine at Sainsbury's and I was waiting and the fellow who was using the machine turned round to walk away and he turned around, he looked at me, he went, all right, mate. And I just looked at him and I thought, yeah, uh, are you famous? I know you from somewhere. Yeah. And I asked, yeah, all right. And then I realised, oh yeah, it's the cunt I sit next to at the match and I've done for uh, the last four years. Uh, <laughs> well, he's not a cunt, he's a good bloke. Yeah, but, when, yeah. You, when you got someone who sits next to you at the match of, who you sort of know but you're not mates with, that yeah. that can be quite awkward if you mm. see them in, in the wild. I've had that but over the, bloke, the years. The, blo- the bloke I sit next to, we've only sat there for like four years, but he knows everybody in the row behind him, yeah. everybody in the row in front and the row in front of that oh, to the left. No. So I guess they've been there for maybe 20 years since mm. the stadium opened or something and mm. they've got this community and I'm only just beginning to kind of become a part of it after four years. So I feel like I'm still the outsider. So I guess he doesn't know them all in real life. They're not like a family or anything, but there's that huge group and I'm I'm just on the edge, on the well, periphery. At least, at least he's, he's, being, he's being welcoming to you by even saying hello to you yeah. at the cash point. I mean, yeah. that would have been a litmus test of whether he he's, rates you or not because he could have easily just thought, there's that cunt who sits next to me. He's not no, getting no, a we, fucking hello. No, we talk. Now we talk at the match. It took about three at years. At the match, talk you sometimes. talk. But yeah, the real but, litmus test is, will he talk outside of a match day situation? Yeah. And they he, found he out he does. Yeah. He, he greeted me. It reminds but, me very much of my encounter with Damon Albarn in um, 1996 during the Oasis yes. Blur Wars. Yeah, All right, mate, point you, again. Got, you got lucky last night, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Chip on your shoulder. <laughs> like really shit banter. And if I'm correct, how much did you, how much did you withdraw from the cash machine, Sam? I think it was a fiver. Five pounds, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and you couldn't make it up, and it's but it's fucking true. He laughed, shrugged, and then a black cat pulled up with Justine Frischman in, and he jumped in. And I was left there like a fucking cunt, student yeah, Sam, student Sam in the street, wondering how he was going to make his fiver stretch to the end of the week. <laughs> Student Sam, the Oasis fan, in his five-pound note. the Sam, the Oasis fan, here he comes with his five-pound note. <laughs> Loser. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, oh, di- well you done. like Oasis, do you, you silly cunt? I'm off to get fucking sucked <laughs> off by her from Elastica, and I've just taken out 200 quid. That's right, the maximum... I'd have taken out more if the machine let me, but it didn't. So I'm going to get this cab to another cashier okay. up the street. Uh, I'm going to come back at midnight when it's a new day and get the same again. <laughs> I just got my number one pay. They send you a million quid the moment you hit number one. Yeah. <laughs> they wire it. <laughs> it's not a check. From a record company. Or you get handed uh. a big check by John Peel. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah oh good another I've, I've made another terrible domestic faux pas mate listen to this this will kill this will kill you this is like mm. logistics at their very worst so do you know recently I got a fan because it was getting so hot in the Vita Modular yeah I got it the silent fan I got it for podding because obviously I can have the door open I can have my noisy fan on most of the time but if we're podding I need silent fan and it's very silent. 
It's not on now, but I've managed to get it when it's on low. It's silent, mm. right? I think there was one episode where I had it on high and it picked up on the mic, but since then we've yeah. been cushy. I did point that out to you, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my wife just was said to me, Sam, you've done it again. I said, what? What have I done again? There's plenty of things that could refer to. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to be more specific, sweetheart. She went, you left the fan on in the office overnight because oh. it's silent mate so at the end yeah. of the day if I've been in the Vita Modular all day and then I'm like right that's another day's work done time to stroll five foot to my front room <laughs> right across the garden um, I, tell, I, I just go out and I just lock the door behind me mm. and the fan's still going until I go back in the next day which sometimes is early in the morning sometimes it's not till mid-morning Today, yeah. I didn't go in there at all. My wife went in there about midday and the fan had been on since I'd vacated the Vita Modular all, at 6pm. All the money you'd earned yesterday yeah. doing your bits of stuff the, 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 en- spunked away. The energy prices, what, what they are. Yeah. And this is the second yeah. or third time it's happened since I've had the fan. What the fuck is my electric bill going to look like, mate? It's going to be the price of the Vita Modular all over again. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jalapeño. You have to get a little sticker, a post-it note on the door, on the inside of the door. That's what I'm going to do. Have you turned off the fan, Sam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad always, I don't know if he still does, but when he worked on his flat, there was just always a note on the front door with a list of mm. like four or five things that he had to remember because he's like me, he's a forgetful cunt. So he had, he had to leave mm. notes for himself all over the place. My mate had a brother when he was, when he was a teenager who was a big lad, but he... And and he but he didn't eat enough because he just sort of didn't seem to get hungry. And the doctor said you're losing too much weight. You're you're a big unit, you know, he's six foot two bloke, right? But and he was so young and still growing. The doctor kept saying to him, "You have to remember to eat. It's really important to eat food, yeah. right?" And he just sort of had one of these maybe a metabolism or his brain worked in a way that he didn't really find himself getting hungry ever. And so all over his own house and. Like in his bag, or whatever, he just had notes everywhere saying, Eat. 
eating to death. Like, just eat. He yeah. just had notes yeah, stuck anything. all over his house in anywhere he might right. go, in his wardrobe, in his sock drawer, you know, on mm. his bedstead, in the kitchen, everywhere. It's just like, eat, 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 eat. And every time he'd see it, he'd go, oh, yeah, stick something in his mouth. Yeah. I wish I, I had that had problem. Snacks. I should have had snacks in the sock drawer. I need fucking notes saying, don't eat, you cunt. Yeah. So how old was he when this was happening? Was teenager. he a child? No, teenager, teenager. like 15 or something like Teenagers that. Teenagers fucking eat relentlessly. Well, this, this cunt didn't. That was, that, that's why the doctor was worried. He was like, you Jesus. better get eating, mate, because when you're a teenager in particular, the reason most teenage boys are eating all the time is because their body sent they need to. Yeah, because of all the wanking. Yeah, you're fucking giving all up that energy, amount of fucking spunk all the time. Spunk and you're energy. You're losing all the... Um, what is it that spunk's made out of again? 90% oxygen, mm. 5% water. Cucumber water? Cucumber water. 3% salt. 2%, two, 2% life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the sperms, of course. Yeah. So you need to eat to replenish all of that. You need to feed them lads. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. I had, the, to, um... I had to pick my daughter up from a concert last night. Um, oh. And uh, it was at Hammersmith Apollo, which is a local venue. And I didn't, they didn't, it was her and her mate. It, they were seeing someone called Olivia Rodriguez or Rodrigo. Rodrigo, yeah. Yeah, she's big. Well, right? get a load of this. My my palo bumped into in the street in Manchester. Mm. He does like um, marketing and social media and PR and all that right. kind of thing for a few bars in Manchester. And Olivia Rodrigo rocked up in one of the bars. Right. On, Monday night, yeah, and just said, "Can we do a All set?" Right, cunts. Oh. Yeah, where's the where's the speaker? I want to do some songs. What is the gaffer just, about? It doesn't matter if he is or not. Yeah, she she played at the Apollo in Manchester earlier on, and then she thought, "I'll do a bit more like Prince used to do." Yeah, I'll do another gig. I'll do a sub gig. Yeah, later on, and oh. she just turned up, and apparently there was like. Um, fucking American news organisations ringing him up trying to get a quote wow. and get the, get the law down on this this secret Rodrigo gig I, uh, so I can't we're see we're all talking about I don't, I don't know about you but when I finish doing one of our live shows I just want to get straight back to the premiere in and uh, you know have a just Snickers have a and fall asleep yeah yeah totally I couldn't Very imagine cool. doing an after show party I mean we Ridiculous. did go out in Manchester after the show but I nearly had a fight with that weird guitarist yeah, you did. So that was so, a, a that, lesson learned, wasn't it? That was a lesson. I do not go out after the show. No. Didn't um, speak to anybody at all. But yeah, I didn't like having to pick her up because I pulled up in the car and like it was all teenage girls and you just feel a little bit noncy like hanging around in mm. your car outside Hammersmith Apollo just yeah. after Olivia Rodrigo's chucked out. Yeah. Um, it was well, chaos. Last weekend, last weekend it was my daughter's school leaving prom. Yeah. So the, it was at a place about 30 mile away, some mm. venue. So they all had to go on the bus, we had to drop them off at a local pub, and they all went off on the bus, and then they came back at quarter to one in the morning. I had to pick her up from the pub where they all got dropped off. Yeah. And it was like fucking Vietnam. <laughs> it was like fucking Vietnam. All of a sudden they turned up, this bus door opens, and all these extravagantly dressed young ladies mm. all pile off the bus into the road some of them are deliriously happy <laughs> some of them are crying their fucking eyes yeah, out they're slaloming in and out of the road around traffic because they're all shit faced 
and it was just fucking mental. It, it, I get what you mean, that thing about being a bit nonsense, yeah. especially when they're all done up to the nines and everything. Yeah, yeah, you're just some weird bloke in and a I'm car. And I'm standing there trying yeah. to locate one of these young ladies uh, to take off. And, um, yeah, but it was just absolute fucking bedlam. It was mental. So I don't know how pissed all these, these ones were, Olivia Rodrigo. Because I didn't seem that pissed, uh, but they were like fucking mad and like, yeah, all dressed in quite extravagant, flamboyant ways. And it was like they were just, yeah, just running everywhere and getting Mm. in front of the car. And I kept thinking I was going to run someone over. And uh, and I was on the phone to my daughter. And, you know, I don't know about your kids, but my kids, like, if I go to my daughter, come out and turn left, I might as well just be saying to her, like it just means yeah. nothing yeah whatever I yeah. say to her she'll just like wander around aimlessly and imagine that yeah. at some point she'll bump into me they don't they're not yeah. interested in directions I think it's because they're the Google generation they just use their phones for things so they don't even bother learning left and right yeah. they don't well with with, with with mine I said I texted her I said I'm in the pub car park where I drop you off yeah and this was about 20 metres down the road from where the bus had stopped. Yeah. And she couldn't, she couldn't work it no, out. No, if I said that to my daughter, like, she, she would was, say, what's a, cub, what's a pub car park? Yeah. She would what's genuinely say, she'd go, what is a pub car park? And then she'd say something yeah. like, I was being the cunt. She'd go, I don't know why you use these oh, yeah, weird yeah. terms. Like, no one uses those terms. What yeah. do you mean a pub car park? As if that's a normal thing to say. And I'm like, yeah. that's what's sad. I go, what? And she says, she's always saying yeah. things like, Sam, it's not the 80s. She calls me Sam to wind me up. She goes, Sam, it's not the 80s. And I go, what do you mean by that? She goes, what? Oh, oh, beat me in the pub car park. No one knows what a pub car park is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly the same. And in the end, when I did find her, she was standing across the road, directly opposite the pub car park, (laughs) just looking at it. But I think, I think, I think what it was, she didn't have the confidence to cross the road because she knew she was so hammered. So, that's probably good that she at least had the presence yeah, yeah. of mind to know that she couldn't cross the road. I get over there and help across the road. And the plan was they got back at like one in the morning. The plan was that they were possibly going to then get changed and go into town till like five in the morning. Oh whenever my they God. Now. But they'd been out since, since half six. So there was, that was never going to happen. So she gets in the car and says, there's absolutely no way you're going into town, mm. the state you're in. And she just looked at me and just went... <laughs> yeah I mean I was talking about but, this with someone the other day they all schedule like, wrong yeah it wasn't like she was going ha I'll show you she kind of, she kind of laughed as if she said yeah, yeah I'm in a right mess here <laughs> but the, the, we were talking I was talking to, to my well I was talking to my um, my trainer Jordan and he's really funny and we were talking about he's got an odd brother who must be about the same age as your daughter he's 18 because he'd just done his A-levels and they were doing the same thing mm. a prom but he was talking me through the schedule that his brother had and it involved right. the meeting like hours before the prom, oh, like yeah. several hours before the prom. And I was yeah. going, it's mad. These kids have got no concept of like piss-up scheduling. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like mm. I'm sure we just instinctively in our day had better scheduling things. It was like last year at the, when England got to Euros final and I was in the pub uh, garden having some lunch and there was these lads and it was like lunchtime and the game was kicking off at like eight or nine or something yeah, PM, wasn't it? Yeah. and they were and it was like one o'clock and they were just yeah. uh, ordering rounds and rounds of like p- pints of peroni and yeah. they didn't i'll be honest right nice lads but that's what i mean nice lads they weren't they didn't seem like seasoned do you know what i mean <laughs> they didn't seem yeah. like they had 
their bollocks. They, it didn't feel like their bollocks were that hairy yet. If you, if no, you catch my no. drift, right? They were like, "Oh, let's have another pint." And I almost intervened, and my wife had to stop me. She was like, "It's not your business." And I was like, yeah. "No." They need the guidance but, of an older man yeah, like I'm me. I'm an older, older member of the tribe. Yeah. I must guide them. I'm like, lads, slow the fuck down. You're going to miss the game. Yeah. You'll miss the game. I could, look, no offence to any of you. You're not ready for this level of drinking. Few people are. Even old veterans would just not... Nope. They'd have the experience. I, I yeah, yeah. And I was going to say to him, listen, lads, unless, unless you're fucking all holding a substantial amount of cocaine right now and to be honest with you none of you look like you are right because you look like a bunch of fucking choir boys there's no way you're seeing this through till kickoff. so slow the fuck down do yourselves a favour fuck off home now have a nap get your mum to make you a sandwich and come back out again in a few hours yep and, totally. and not Peroni go for something a bit weaker at least to begin Fosters. with start on the fucking Fosters you mad cunts <laughs> And my wife was like, don't, don't, we're having a nice lunch. Don't go over and start telling some teenagers how to drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> so I restrained myself. But this geek, my Jordan, my trainer, he was telling me about his brother. And it was the same sort of schedule. They're meeting up at like three, but the fucking prom kicks off at eight or something. But he's got a mate at his school. His brother goes to a special like athletic school for kids who are like talented in sport, right? Right. But one of them's really rich. Like his dad like, is his, like a like a like an East German sports camp. Yeah, they just put injections oh, in them. Hot housing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're all being genetically modified so Britain can win the <laughs> Olympics in five years' time. And uh but one of the kids, one of his mates, is got a really rich dad and they live in this fancy house with huge grounds. And the dad, yeah. right, has built the son, the son is 18, right? Mm. He has built him, not like a little, you know, clubhouse, like uh, like mm. the Vita Modular, right? The Vita yeah. Modular, I let my uh, daughter and her mates hang out in here if they want mm. in the evening. She had her mates around a few times, they put some music on and whatever. Mm. And I can see it. It's like a few feet across garden. I can see it from my front room. I, I know what's mm. going on in there. It's glass all the way around, right? Um... And some people had, when I was a kid, I remember a mate of mine, this girl, Kerry, she had a sort of a, like, literally like a concrete fucking outhouse that her parents didn't mind us sort of, like, sitting around getting pissed in, right? This bloke, right, he built his son a house. Not a fucking shed, (laughs) right? It's a house, right? It's got, Mm. he's built, and you've got to think, what's the mentality of the dad? The son, of course, any son would accept this, like, and think, great. But it's got two floors. It's got a staircase. It's got Jesus two Christ. bedrooms upstairs. It's got a living room with a pool table. And it's got its own fucking kitchen. It's a fucking house that's, that's out the back much. of the main house. So they can do yeah. what the fuck they want. And I think that is an act where the dad's sort of dressing up as aren't I a generous dad. But let's be honest. That's just like, fuck off. You've got your own house now. Don't bother me. Yeah, there's a bit of that, isn't there? I remember Chris Packham, the nature guy. Oh, yeah, telly. legend. I remember reading an interview, and he said that he'd bought a static caravan and he put it out the back in the garden yeah. so his kids could just hang out in it. That's a great idea. Because, because yeah, because, first of all, it gave them somewhere to go that yeah. wasn't hanging around on the streets, and yeah. secondly, he knew where they were. Yeah. 
So that's yeah, it's good. a really, it's but, a really good that, idea. That's a bit but extreme, a, a, a isn't whole it? house with its own bathroom, spare bedroom, kitchen. That's just saying fuck off and don't go bother and live me. there. <laughs> go, yeah. go in your own house. I'm busy. Sometimes that seems like a nice thing, though. That seems like that would be a nice bit of respite. Um, yeah, but yeah. you know, fuck knows what they got up to at this prom night because they had they had pre-drinks there and they had an after party there apparently. Jesus Christ! So well, I'll get some feedback from him next time you see him. Find out what happened. Hey, um, this is just for Turbo subscribers, but it's nice sometimes to dangle the extra content that um, IFS subscribers get. If you're a Turbo mm-hmm. subscriber, you get regular sort of. Um, Articles and extra content and whatnot that we create on the mm. on the Patreon page, and um, I don't know if you've seen Andy, but we are doing at the moment we're running Hardbands World Cup. I'm following it very closely. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Hard Men of Pop. Yeah. So uh, Group A is in the group stages at the moment. It's 32 teams, basically like how, how they used to run the World Cup when the World Cup was good. So think yeah. Mexico '86. Um, mm. Group A were the qualifiers. I'll just tell you who's gone through. I won't bother with it. Group, group A was um, Spandau Ballet, Status Quo, The Bangles and Slade. Slade and Spandau mm. got through there. Uh, group B, people are voting. There's a vote amongst all the I- IFS Turbo subscribers every day. And I'll tell you what, we're getting a lot of votes every day, like a few hundred. Um, okay. Group B... I didn't know we had that many Turbo yeah. <laughs> subscribers. No, we've, right. got, we've got quite a few hundred Turbo subscribers and a lot of them are voting. Uh Group B, Shawadi Wadi, Bananarama, the Dubliners, and Elvis Presley. Strong group, that. Who went through? The Dubliners pissed it. They wow. got almost half of the votes. Who else was in it? Shawadi Wadi, who were seeded. Yeah. They won the seats. Bananarama, right. bit of an yeah. outsider, and Elvis. Um, so did Shawadi Wadi go through second? Shawadi Wadi went through second. Yesterday in Group C, you had Hall and Oates, who you'd nominated as a seed on Twitter. You hadn't said they're a tweet, but you had you had expressed on Twitter your you'd, you'd have thought there was something about them. Yeah, yeah, I could see what you meant. Big Elton John, who I thought fucking know, if this was just solo stars, Elton John would be odds on favourite. Uh, Madness, there's of course there's a lot of them, and Thin Lizzy, Thin Lizzy won it fairly comfortably. Right. Madness came second, so they're through. Okay, at the moment, at the moment, uh, Group D. It's live. The vote is live right now. Voting every day closes at midnight. It's a tough group. We got Earth, Wind, and Fire, Adam and the Ants, you mm. two, and the Faces. Uh, I'd go the Faces and Earth, Wind, and Fire. Well, shall I tell you how things stand at the moment? We're recording this at Please quarter do. to three, so there's still a long way to go. This is on Thursday. Yeah. Earth, Wind, and Fire are currently on thirty-five percent. Adam and the Ants are on twenty-four percent. You two are on five percent, <laughs> <laughs> and the faces are on thirty-six percent. Oh, there is there barely a cigarette paper between Earth, Wind, and Fire and the faces. It's wow. a great confrontation. It seems clear at this stage that it's going to be those two who qualify. Yeah, but who finishes top is going to be fascinating. Yeah. I couldn't split them. I couldn't split them. So oh, if you uh, want, there there's go. a lot of content surrounding this World Cup. So uh, if yeah. you've been thinking about upgrading to Turbo, now might be the time because this is going to be going on for a few weeks. Yeah, we've put loads of stuff up on there, don't we? Music shows, articles. I enjoyed video, recently your video talk through of your Kenny Everett book. 
Yeah, I'm going to do quite a few of those. Treasure crop, I'm calling it. Bits I, of shit I liked it because I realised it was easier to just film something and talk than it was to write. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I thought, this is classic Dawson's logistics. I've been sat here writing like a cunt. He's just said it. it's taken him five minutes at the most. Cut, cut and it's easy, it's 90, mu- 90 seconds. Yeah, it's much, much more engaging. But anyway, yeah, lesson learned. Yeah. Well, there's lots of different formats available yeah. to us. But the point is, on so, Turbo, yeah. there's a shit ton of content, isn't there? There is. It's, it's the ultimate uh, yeah. expression of Top Flight Time Machine. Yeah. So, um, that's about it, I reckon. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm gonna. I've got another event happening. This is all part of me, you know, going to the F1, going to see Pixies. Mm. These things I've been doing. It's all part of me long drawn out fiftieth birthday celebrations. Yeah, awesome. And it's actually me fiftieth birthday next Tuesday. So oh, I didn't know you were going to actually announce day. the day because I know yeah, that you so don't. You don't like to get too much attention. I'll be quite happy to soak up any praise that comes oh, okay, my way next good. Tuesday. All right, next Tuesday. But, um, this this weekend is I'm going to London with the kids and we're going to do some some theatre stuff. You're going to go back well, to I'll Jerusalem again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to see Jerusalem with the kids this time, and a couple of other things. But I'll tell you more about them after I've done them. Okay. At the start of next week, I, you know what? It was it was ter- uh, QPR terrorist legend Castellani's birthday this week. I don't know how old he was. Yeah. Um, he's over fifty though. He's older than us, and uh, he lives in the countryside now. He does. So this yeah. this weekend we're all going. Like me, all of my brothers, mm. sister-in-laws, mum. I'm assuming the osteopath Rod McDonald. I don't know. I hope not, the, but he'll probably the, show his the, face. The recently revealed short osteopath. Yeah, the tiny goblin-like, <laughs> the 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 fucking what do you call the Rumple Stiltskin of the osteopathy world. <laughs> he'll be there, old Rumple, right? And we're all staying at Castellani's country pile. We're staying wow. the night. Now, I, as you know, I have a difficult relationship with my family um, yes. and usually what I like to do is just take myself out of the firing line these just days just check out of everything I just like yeah. to find a room and sleep through everything but this is going to be hard because we're going to be stuck yeah you're not allowed to leave yeah you're not allowed to leave Tricky. so I don't know I think there'll be some content I don't I'll be honest I don't want there to be content coming out of this no. weekend I don't but there will be but, but there's there a high be. chance there will be you know, I told you about how they stitched me up over the tickets to Wimbledon. Yeah. And I talked about that on Monday, didn't I? And I tried to not mm. think about it. So, oh, well, you know, they juice draws, whatever. Fair enough. Someone was going to be disappointed. I tried to be mature, Andy. But then this morning, I found myself taking to my brother's WhatsApp group, which is the four of us have a WhatsApp group that we communicate on. <laughs> and I just wrote, first thing this morning, enjoy the tennis cunts. <laughs> I couldn't help myself, mate. <laughs> no, I think, I think you're within your rights. But I, I was delighted to then find over. out that um, the ticket that was supposed to be Cassie's wife's and was going to be transferred to Theo, they found out last minute it was non-transferable. So the seat went empty and Cass no had way. to go on his own. I laughed and laughed and laughed. I was ch- delighted. They check your ID on the way in. Yeah, on all the tickets. They said you can't oh. transfer it. You have to have it. Has to be your name that you show to collect the ticket. You have to collect it personally with ID. Oh fucking so hell! The, oh, so well, that's why you if you see empty seats at Wimbledon, that's why. That's what it is. Mm. Okay. 
Well, there you go. Well, let's hope we both have a pleasurable weekend and we'll be back yeah. to report on it all at the start of uh, next week. Thank you very much for listening, everybody, and goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.